Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And don't forget to add this podcast name, you can't make this shit up, in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. This episode is brought to you by Nookie Clothing. Welcome back to You Can't Make This Shit Up with your host, Ashling. This is episode 21. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I always have a weird, awkward intro. Okay. Anyways, today I'm here with my brother again, Michael. Hello. Just... Sorry, we're talking very strange. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, we are going to do an episode on 10 things we've learned so far in our 20s. Or will we do 10... <laughs> 10 things we, we, do ten things we learn at 20, by 25 because you're ten, almost 25. I'm almost 25. Okay, so we'll do 10. That's okay. a fun fact for you guys. Yeah, so the episode's going to be 10 things we learn by 25 years old because I just turned 26. Michael's about to turn 25. And nice. we've learned some things along the way. Some insights, maybe? Yeah, some insights, <laughs> some some, uh, some fun facts, some, some knowledge, some universal... insights information uh synonyms along those lines yes i I would say synonym so who's gonna go first (laughs) well since i'm the guest i'm gonna invite myself no no actually i think i'm gonna go first because it was my idea okay yeah i see how it is so i'm gonna okay so guys i wrote down a massive long list of stuff like Back on the Holy day of my birthday, the back on the, the back on the day of my birthday, I wrote down twenty six things that I learned in twenty six years. But we're not going to read all them out. So, hmm, actually, you know what? I'm going to start off on one that I really like that I wrote in. And where is it? Sorry, <laughs> preparation. Oh yeah. So this is one thing I've learned by twenty five, and it's sometimes silence is the best response. So by this, Michael looks confused. By this, I mean. Sorry. Like, do, wait, can I try and interpret? Yeah, or, sure. Yeah, yeah, you interpret. Go on. Well, silence is the best response. To me, yeah, that says that if you're... Complicit, if complicity, you, complicity, completion. Can I speak? Can I speak? <laughs> uh, if I was in a confrontational situation, that uh, sometimes it's better to hold, the, you hold your tongue, maybe. Uh, silence is the best response, maybe also could mean... That, uh, you know, sometimes it's better to listen rather than to, you know, mm-hmm. speak. Yeah, it can mean that. But to be honest, for me, mm-hmm. I think it means, like, sometimes people are going to do stuff to you that just, like, the only way that they can learn that it was wrong is by you not having a reaction and by you literally just, like, especially when you've already told that person that you don't like what they do, the best thing to do is be, to just be silent and... I mean, I think especially what I mean with this is that, like, say, like, in... Okay, you know what? I'm just going to be straight up and say it. Sometimes with men, the only way they learn... <laughs> my, my, sorry, I just have to pick up my jaw because it hit the floor there. Yeah, I was in total shock. Um, The only way 
I think like a lot of girls have probably come across this like the only way sometimes that men can learn is um, silence because basically when you give a reaction to something it's still giving attention whereas if you just stay silent and you don't have a reaction you're not giving them attention Mm -hmm. and I have found this to be like effective because sometimes it's like you want to get mad you want to say a bunch of shit like you want to fucking go crazy and be like you know Mm. just get really angry but the way that you can kind of keep yourself in like the best keep your reputation and also make them have time to think about what they did is by being silent and just not saying anything and wait for them to come to you yeah, but like, I don't. You know I don't mean it in the sense of not speaking up for yourself. But it's like you kind of have to understand like when you need to like when is the best time to speak up and when is a good time to be like you know what this doesn't deserve my energy. I'm not even going to react to this. This is just long gone past like my. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying because even like recently I've I have some I have had some issues in my workplace regarding like apparently some people went and said my performance wasn't up to scratch people were bleeding ratting on you long story short is i made the executive decision to step down from the role because i have enough shit going on uh from college and whatnot yeah uh and i don't need the extra let's be honest it's it was the the pay rate they were paying me was a measly like 40 cents extra per hour compared to the standard um, it's the standard wage so I was like you know what no you can take your fucking roll and shove it up your ass um, so but uh, I think the silence factor could be an interesting thing to, to do because I haven't actually said to my fellow uh, co-workers like the ones that I know have re- reported bad feedback if they uh, I haven't mm-hmm. said to them, I haven't said to them the resolution of the matter yet. yeah I'm using big words here but I think you're getting the gist of it <laughs> what I'm trying to say here guys is uh, I haven't talked to the people about what's happened yet and maybe I can use that silence to my advantage not not to make them feel bad but to make them think about what like because because the main thing is here is they didn't come to me yeah about mm-hmm. the problems that they were having yeah and basically right. it's like when you, sorry we're after going we're off on a bit of a tangent <laughs> but this has been on my mind but this bit. no this like it, it does come down to it it's like when you feel like you've been so wronged by someone sometimes the best thing to do is literally and especially when they know like you know when it's just so obvious that they've done something wrong there's no point of being like you did this wrong it's like no stay silent you know stop giving them energy maybe it means cutting off contact with them and then they'll have time to realize if they are in any way sort of, you know, in touch with themselves, <laughs> in touch with themselves, or if they have any sort of understanding or capability of understanding your feelings, they'll mm. understand, okay, something is wrong. And like, yeah, in that situation, it's basically like, do you really feel the need that you need to go and fucking like, yeah, you know, address this problem with them? Mm. Or are you like, you know what? It's just like, it's just, it's just not worth your energy because yeah. it is it's, just it's a job at the end of the day and you're just there to make your money. If people want to talk about you behind your back, then mm-hmm. they can do that. That's on them. The karma's going to come around and yeah. collect them chickens. It's basically just about, so. I mean, even in situations like in my own life, like it's like if someone has done me, if someone has repeatedly done something to me over a period of time and I've told them how I felt about it already... There's no point of me telling them again how I feel about it. The best thing to do is to just remain silent. 
And a lot of the times you'll find that that person will come to you looking for an answer then and they'll be like, please just, you know, tell, tell me something. It's like, have you understood what you've done? Because if mm. you understand what you've done and that's, <laughs> then we can talk. But if you still out here in the same mindset that you were at when you were, you know, acting up, then if you haven't learned, then we're probably not going to talk again. <laughs> and I use this in a lot of ways, you know, like, you know, small issues, big issues, <clears throat> it's, it's, there's definitely it's it's important to know when to use silence mm-hmm. sometimes silence is your like is your ally but sometimes yeah. sometimes it's it's, your, it's like I don't agree no but the thing is I mean you know what let me just go on to the second thing I've yes, learned <laughs> you do I don't even know where this is on the list but the second thing I learned is being able to like stand up for myself and address situations which sounds like a fucking contradiction to what mm-hmm. I just said mm-hmm. but it's really not a contradiction because here's the thing you have to be able to stand up for yourself the moment you feel like the moment you feel that your feelings have been pushed to the side or the moment that you feel disrespected it is important to be able to stand up for yourself and be able to say that you're not okay with something mm-hmm. um and it's it's hard for me to explain the difference right now but I think it's like when you've already done that when you've already stood up for yourself and addressed it and then that person still wants to carry on acting up it's like the only thing you can do is you know silence cut them off like I mean you kind of have to judge a situation like yeah, if I, someone disrespects you in person <clears throat> actually I don't know what I'm I'll, well I'll give an example <laughs> I'll come back to my situation um basically I was called in for a performance review meeting and one of my managers insinuated that I was hung over on several occasions for work he kind of just said Oh, you know, like it's certainly not a job you could be doing hungover. It certainly uh, is a job you could be. Hello, you can do a retail job hungover. It fucking it feels terrible, but it's no. not like it's the it's the most likely job you could yeah, do hungover I because know. it doesn't like it's not like your life fucking depends on it. You're just there to make money. I'm sorry. But the point the point is, as taken aback as I was in the initial meeting, uh, I did defend myself. However, I haven't thought about it some more and talked about it with some friends and family. Uh, over the next couple of days I went back in and I addressed it with my boss I was like listen that comments I don't know what that was about like I, I've never really mm-hmm. done that I've certainly it's certainly never affected my ability to work and yeah. in the time frame they were talking yeah. I hadn't been hung over at all so yeah. you know no but that's, that's it it is important to speak, that's it to that, speak that's, that's actually you just summed it up perfectly mm. you have to you need to stand up and address you need to stand up and address yourself, address your feelings. It can be really hard, but you need to do it. And it's something that I used to struggle with a lot. And now when I think back to situations that I would have been in last year, 2019, like those things would never happen to me now, hopefully, because I feel like I would just, I would recognize my own feelings and how I wasn't okay with something. And I would fucking say it, you know, today it can be hard, but you know, sometimes it might take you a few days to be able to like muster mm. up the fucking courage mm. to do it, but... I know in myself that like I would do that now but when I say about being silent it just means like once you've already addressed it once you've said what you had to say that's it Mm -hmm. don't stress yourself out again don't feel the need to repeat yourself once you've said something that's it and if the person cares they'll take it into consideration and they'll if they want if they really do care about you and they'll change their behavior if they don't care they're gonna keep doing it again and all you can do then is (laughs) no no response react no reaction which will probably lead to you cutting them off. But sometimes it could just be someone in your life, like relationship, family member. Sometimes they just need a little bit of silence that they can realise, you know what, that was actually bad and then they'll apologise. And that's the, the ideal outcome. 
Anyway. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I would agree. Oh, yeah, sorry. I feel like I just really said a lot on that, but I just, it's hard to, like, I feel like once you understand the difference between the two, you just kind of have to do what works best. You have to take it on a situation by situation basis. And, like, and, and then, obviously, when things reach a point. Like, you need, you need to fucking communicate. Like, yeah. communicate. But it's like, once you've already communicated, why would you feel... Don't go back. Like, don't go repeating mm-hmm. yourself. And don't do don't feel more. the need to send, like, to tell, right, you know, to feel, to spell out word for word to someone the things they've done wrong. Like, mm. they should already know if... Like, it's just... Like, yeah, no one's saying, like, like I be, regret. be a Karen or a Kevin about it or anything yeah. like that. Like, there's a way to go about <laughs> don't these be things. a Karen. You know, it all depends on what's going on in that moment. But um And like I every single like long <laughs> every single looking like long paragraph text message I've ever sent and it hasn't been that many, honestly. I don't really do that. I'm not really like an angry texter, but every time I've done it I've regretted it. Like I just feel like the less you say about something the better. Like you there's really no need to like Tim and Paula put it very well, yeah. The less, <laughs> the less you say, yeah, the, the better. better. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like we're we've already said around yeah. five cringy things on this. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's basically the, those are two things that I've learned by twenty five. I have a coloured light bulb in my room. I only realized ten minutes. And in. I have it on the flashy setting. <laughs> so it's flashy. It's giving my. It's driving my. Oh, not white. Not. White, not no, oh yes, yeah. talk about your colour blindness, Michael. Okay. Well, colour blind me. So. Uh, what's, what's the topic of this podcast again? Five things, ten things we've learned about ourselves mm-hmm. in the 25 Also, years. this podcast is inspired by Robin's. Uh, if you guys know Robin, she has a YouTube channel. She made a video of 24 things she learned in 24 years, but 24 years, sorry. But she only got to like seven mm-hmm. things or something. So it's inspired by her idea of like, we don't really know how many things we're actually going to say, but yes. um, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Um, well, about color blindness, anyway, uh, I've come to the realization that no one really knows what that is. Uh, <laughs> like the average person who doesn't have it. I got the news broken to me that I was colorblind for when I was like twelve, but I already suspected it from many years in primary school of like picking the wrong colored crayon and stuff like that. <laughs> and then the people beside me would be like, actually... "You know, that's not like blue; that's purple." And I was like. Yeah, I I knew that. I didn't want to admit that. <laughs> that must be was, so confusing for like it I don't was, know how you would like. But like, know. it's not like I can't cross the street or anything like that. So my point is, uh, I've learned that sometimes when people hear like a certain set of words, they might assume the worst possible outcome. And mm. when you break things down, like you, you can even say about mental health or like all kinds of issues, really, mm-hmm. um, and. Like, you know, they, they, they hear one word and they they can assume the worst. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you actually get to talk to that person and, like, you look behind the um, the veil of yeah. what's going on, then you can begin to understand. And same with colorblindness. It's not that big a deal, guys. Like, I, I can't see some shades of red and some shades of green. And that's about it. So, yeah, it's all Gucci. <laughs> Um, yeah it's just yeah. been a funny thing over the years like I'll literally always be like to Michael what color is this what color is this <laughs> um, because I guess like when someone I think especially with something like color blindness it's just so hard to imagine how that feels if you're not color blind and I guess it's the same thing if like if you have perfect vision it's hard to imagine 
has someone with bad vision could view the world but i have bad vision so <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. i know how that feels but my friends that have like really good eyesight they'd be like how would that even feel yeah, to like not be yeah. able to see properly and it's like just some things that we can't imagine experiencing laser eye but... surgery guys yeah laser yeah, eye surgery i will be getting laser eye surgery hopefully either next year or 2022 so exciting times wait so was that one of the things that you learned and but that's it wasn't something i was planning on talking about but then the light bulb made me think <laughs> you know idea like well in the moments yeah in the moment, love but, the spontaneity. Uh, i will continue with you i will continue with one of my other ones if that's yeah okay with the host mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead go ahead All right, my one would be one of my big ones would be like be adventurous and like it's something that i only learned really i suppose in i'd say like i, I wasn't that adventurous as a kid i think i was, I was kind of quite shy I didn't, I didn't like taking like big risks or anything like that. And even as an early teenager, but then, you know, in my latter years, like from 18 onwards, really started to like come out of my shell, so to speak. And, uh, you know, just, just be a bit more daring, like in terms of like travel um, making new friends, you know, just, just getting yourself out there, exploring the world um and just living life to its fullest you know Mm -hmm. because if you think about it like you're only alive for so so long and like this year i think we can all appreciate the you know the big moments in life that we can't get to to do these days um like all celebrations festivals gigs um weddings I was gonna say funerals there for a second. I was like, no, so <laughs> we gotta celebrate. But birthdays and you know, like all that kind of stuff, and obviously travel then as well. But my point is, you you gotta make the most of it. Like live while you're young. You know, I feel like I've kind of rambled through that. But no, like, no, no, that makes sense. I, I mean, know. I was the same because I was mm. super shy like growing up, and I didn't. Even, but I, I think, I didn't really start being adventurous and living living my life the way I wanted to until I was 21 like literally at 21 everything changed for me so I feel like we had a similar experience mm. yeah <laughs> I... sorry this sounds like the most crazy no, family like... podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, no for for real like because I think it's 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 probably true for a lot of people yeah, no, but you know what enough. I've recently found is that like a lot of people actually have quite a hard time yeah. from eighteen to twenty when you first start out in college and stuff. Yeah. Like, I I used to think that it was just me, but people really do have a hard time in their first year, mm. like second year of college, and that was how I had like my first and second year of college was actually really hard for me. Like I feel like I was literally going through depression at the time, and I didn't even know. And it's because a big part of it was that I just really didn't know what I was doing. Like I didn't understand i guess i need to get some water. Like, i know i need to get some water but no um yeah the first two years i really just i guess i just really was quite naive didn't have a clue what i was doing who i was um didn't know how to kind of have a hands on my mental health really just had no sort of concrete sense of like 
who I was, I guess. And mm. I guess well, my self-esteem and my confidence was kind of lacking. Like, I just kind of felt very it's a, unstable. It's a, it's a bit of a learning process at the same yeah. time, you know? Because you gotta... No, I really, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some people don't like, go through that. Well, I suppose everyone everyone has their own different um, issues in, in life. If, if it's going to be, like something like that or it could be some you know stuff at home or you know like mm-hmm. family and all that crack uh but like with, with growing up it's, it's some people just like you know they take to it like that and they're mm-hmm. like you know they got all the friends they got the the right support networks in place and everything they're like yeah. you, know, you know doing the sports and the, the going out and the, the just ace in college but like i think that's the people in the minority to be honest like you know this they're the freaks now. When I'm joking, but like, um, <laughs> look, I hate people. I actually hate when people call people freaks. Yeah, like, no, don't. It's not, it's not a nice just word. don't. Just no. It's please, okay because I was joking. Please just say yeah. like whore or cunt or something. <laughs> just don't say freak, please. Like you sound like you're fucking ten years old. Unless you're saying it in a sexual way, just don't say it. Please. Freak. <laughs> okay, so me and Michael just hit some very kind of deep points I would say that was we mm-hmm. kind of got mm-hmm. a little deep there but now we're just I'm just gonna I have a massive fucking list of shit that I wrote down things I learned by 26 so actually can I just move this microphone just a little bit there because it's just yeah um <laughs> sorry um yeah so I'm just gonna read out a little few of the more I guess lighter ones that I had so where is it yeah so I have written down iced coffee um iced coffee like a delicacy I just, I mean, there's not really much to say. I just love iced coffee. I thought I was going to quit coffee for all of 2020. But then as soon as the pandemic hit, I was like, you know what? Let me just try and drink it. Because the reason I wanted to quit it was because I thought it was um, <laughs> stre- like co- like affecting my mental health. Because at one point when I used to be working every day, it really was. Like, I would not be able to think straight. My anxiety would, like, soar up. like, And I was like, I can't drink it. And then as soon as the pandemic hit and I was at home all the time, I was like, well, there's not really, I'm not doing anything during the day for it to freak me out. So mm. let me just start drinking it again. And now I drink it every day and that's my favorite thing. Like, I love it. I don't even think about it now. It doesn't even affect me, which probably isn't the best thing because the least, the less coffee affects you, the more you're reliant on it because you're not feeling it because your body has adjusted to it so much that you actually require it now to function. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah. Well, like it's it's interesting, like because I wouldn't have those effects of drinking like regular coffee, um, mm-hmm. like the negative ones that you were talking about. Like a coffee in general puts me in like a good mood, more chatty, more focused a little bit. But now that I've started college again, like I've gotten into the habit of drinking coffee pretty much on a almost everyday basis. Like I'm not like completely every day, but. Could be two every day, bro. Every day, bro. It could be two cups a day. We don't support the Paul Brothers here. No, not, <laughs> any, not anymore. Anyway, no, I actually got no. I'm gonna be honest. Oh my god, I just interrupted your whole thing. I'm so sorry. I always do this. It's like my worst story. Now you can carry on in a second, but I'm just gonna. 26. I'm just gonna say that in twenty was it twenty nineteen when Jake Paul married Tana Mojo, and I honestly, he her. yeah, it was twenty nineteen, and I actually, I actually started to I'm like. I'm sorry for saying this, but I actually started to like, like not not like 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 him, but I started to like him mm-hmm. and her together. I actually liked the both of them. I was like, oh, he seems like a nice person, actually. Um, but now I take it back, and also I guess Tana Mojo is problematic as fuck. Yeah, 
which I know f- from for everything fact, that's happened. Pretty, like, all over the place. Tanacon, etc., etc. Well, I guess what all the racism and stuff and everything yeah. that's come out about her and everything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I just love keeping up with it. like. <laughs> drama these days. I love keeping up with the Kardashians. (laughs) I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and how there's literally nothing happening anymore in life, but for some reason I've become so interested in knowing every detail of every drama story. Did you hear Ashton did doing I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in Wales this year? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Who was it? Did Declan? I think Laura Declan told me. But because they can't do it on the islands. But like the thing is, is like, could they not do it on the islands? Could they not just fly them all on a private jet over there? Like the True. way they probably normally already do. True, yeah. Like isn't an island the safest place? Like, they still have a production crew and everything. Like so what like, the fuck? It doesn't actually make sense. Um, okay, I'm gonna just call out some of the things that I learned in twenty six. These are just the, the non deep ones. Um, data wine is the best. So if you guys don't know what data wine is, I don't know if you can get it in other countries apart from Ireland. Um, because I haven't seen it in the UK, so I think you might just be able to get it in Ireland. And it's this like red wine. They have like eight different flavors of it. They have like vanilla flavor. They have coffee flavor. They have chocolate flavor. Oh wait, what did I say? Eight. eight yeah. I, um, think there's, I think there's even more. They have loads of different flavors, and it's the we're literally drinking it right now. It's the nicest red it's very wine. Very smooth. Very easy. It's the nicest. The Let me drink it. <laughs> Michael is like Michael's such a slurper he slurps everything <laughs> um, but yeah no it's literally the best red wine ever that's something that I learned in my 26 years um, but I learned it by 25 okay this is this name this title podcast is getting confusing because I'm forgetting what age I'm but 25 it's slash um, 26 and then one more thing on the lighter note of things I learned in 25 years is to um hmm. okay i'm gonna call it this one okay so taking a year out of school is probably a good idea <laughs> this is the most random list of stuff mm. but no i didn't take a year out after school but i actually do think that it would be a smart thing to do especially if you don't know what you want to do like there's literally no rush like you think when you're done school you need to go straight into college and start studying what you need to do you think that's what you have to do but Looking back now, I mean, I was pretty certain on what I wanted to do, but like, if I wasn't certain, and if even the way I was thinking, like, I think it would have still been a good idea for me to actually like take a year out, work, you know, discover some things that I'm actually interested in, and have that time out of the system so mm-hmm. that you can really evaluate who you are and what you want to do because there's no point of forcing yourself into something that you feel like you're not ready for. I and I think a lot of people would benefit. Like the people that I know that have taken a year before before actually going into college, it's benefited them a lot. Like I don't think you're wasting time. You're definitely not wasting time, I don't think. No. So that's something that I would tell myself, like, you know, maybe you should take a year out after school. Yeah, like I even know some, like in a, in a way, you know, in a weird way, this year's like um, school leavers are kind of lucky if they choose to take a year or they might be more inclined to take a year yeah, and like start working. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, as shit as the world is right now, but like they're not going straight into college. They're breaking away from the, the crowd. Like, don't, yeah. like, I guess the lesson is like, don't be afraid to like, you know, 
not go with the flow of things, you know, be go with your own sort of Sometimes flow. you don't have to ride the wave. Yeah, you gotta be the wave sometimes. You gotta <laughs> Don't be the change. sheep, be the shepherd. Be the Guys, shepherd. that used to be my Twitter bio. It used to be don't be the sheep, be didn't the shepherd. It used to be sometimes like like didn't give you lemons. Yeah, sometimes no so one of them was don't be the sheep, be the shepherd. And then after that it was sometimes life doesn't give you lemons and you still have to make lemonade. I remember that one. What was I saying now? And I don't know what I was like. What was, was like, I? What was I at with these bios? My now it's just you can't make this shit up. Episode blah blah blah. No. Go listen, guys. That's smart, actually. <laughs> no, but it's not even an actual link. I don't think. Anyways, what Is was it, we talking about? Are we gonna go on to my one of my ones now? Okay. Um. Well, let me just flip open my notes here. Uh, I was gonna say like. I'm gonna to touch on two things for this one. I'll do I'll do it kind of briefly, but be money smart, but also like your health is your wealth at the same time. So what I'm saying like about money smartness is it's not even a great way of phrasing it, but like being smart with money, you know, you gotta you gotta think about like saving. I think from a young age, you gotta have yeah. your fun. No, uh, but that's funny because that's actually one of the things that I've learned too. Oh, really? I was gonna call it is actually like saving. That's what you want saving. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, you want to be able to look forward to your your future, you know. And like, mm-hmm. there's 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 been countless times where I've been around friends of mine and they're like, oh no, I'm broke. I can't do anything. And like, luckily, it's never really been too much of an issue for me because I've always kind of been been good with it and it, but it's definitely a skill that you learn along the way like I remember when I first got a debit card when I was like 16 and suddenly my bank account just started draining because I could make like online purchases and go shopping and just like spend it everywhere <laughs> I wanted but um these days it's like a a different story you know getting trying to get into things that aren't just like cash investments you know Looking, looking into s- stocks, mm-hmm. you know, you, you even like you know, pension guys get on that pension fund. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, <laughs> as for the pension thing, it's like if you're already working for someone, they already sort of if you're already That's working true. for a company, they kind of sort it for you, but yeah. if you're self employed, you kind of have to do it yourself. Yeah, um, and then when I say like health is your wealth, like, don't like, and I'm guilty of this is like when when a health issue crops up, don't be inclined to put it on the long finger, like. I'm not saying go like down a Google rabbit hole where it's going to like terrorize you for the next few weeks. But, mm-hmm. you know, if things don't get better soon, look into it. I know in Ireland, we don't have like the greatest system when it comes to like GPs and like referrals. And obviously in this climate, like nothing is going to be like it was. However, do you really want that thing weighing on your mind when it could be possibly something like possibly serious like it probably isn't it probably is not going to be that bad but for peace of mind's sake it's good to get things like that checked yeah instead of being like fuck that shit i'm not going to pay for that yeah exactly yeah that's actually something that i'm going through right now as well because i'm like basically i've had this like i don't even know how to describe it i've had basically how do i even describe my issue it's like I've had problems in the full right side of my body for the past two years and it's just the weirdest thing ever. Like I wish I had words for it at this point because I've been to see people. I've been to doctors, physiotherapists and it's still not cured. 
And I, like it kind of got to the point where I was just like, you know what, I'm just live with it. I'm kind of just ignore it the best that I can and just do stretches and stuff. It's basically like I have tension and discomfort from literally my neck down to my foot on my on the right side of my body, and it's in my elbow, my knee, my hip, my back. Like, but it's like one of those things that I've recently realized is like, yeah, I can pull it off and be like, you know what, fuck this shit. I don't want to pay for healthcare in Ireland because now that I'm in Ireland, I'm like you know if I was in the UK it would be free mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to keep paying for appointments when like maybe they won't even be able to point out what's wrong with me but it's like in reality I want to get this issue sorted sometimes it actually makes me upset when I think about the fact that I've literally dealt with this now for two years and it still hasn't been sorted like this is why we make money so that we can live our best <laughs> so we can live our best yeah. lives and I, if I'm not living my best life then I need to use my money to make it better I, like, think, I think the Dalai Lama actually even has a quote <laughs> about, about something along those lines so it's like you know um, I'm going to fuck up I'm going to butcher the quote now but it's, it's saying how like like the, the traditional man or the traditional person goes out and like earns as much money as possible squanders their health and then like yeah but apparently he never like, actually said that probably didn't yeah, it's probably just one of them things on the internet but I remember oh, yeah, apparently seeing he a never picture did. of his face with the words yeah no but thing. then it came out like you know he never said this like it's like a thing now where it's like he didn't actually ever say that but um, yeah, no, I think you get that's the thing. Save your money, but know when you need to spend it. Know when you know that you yes. need something for your fucking quality of life. Mm. Um, and I'm actually going to a physio next week, guys. A new physio. Hopefully, he'll fix me. I'm excited. I'll report back. Um, okay. So I found the, I found the quote. no, no, but apparently he never said. But apparently that. he never said it. But if anyone is interested in what the quote <laughs> it's says, still a good quote. Whoever came up with the quote in the first place, uh. It says, the Dalai Lama, and apparently he never said this, when mm. asked of what surprised him most about humanity, answered, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die and then dies having never really lived. Oh my God. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Nucky Clothing. So you guys might know Nookie Clothing is a brand new clothing company that's been set up by one of my best friends, Shafi, and his cousin. And I really would love you guys to go check it out. And they do like ethical, eco-friendly t-shirts right now with a really cool Nookie design on them. You might have seen me wearing it, you know, (laughs) if you like keep up to date with everything that I do and stuff. Um, But exciting, we actually have a 10% discount code for all you can't make this shit up listeners so if you type in the promo code ycmtsu10 at checkout that's just the podcast initials plus the number 10 because it's a 10 percent off discount code if you type that in at checkout you will get 10 percent off and that discount code will be valid until november 25th so don't miss out guys go to nookyclothing.co.uk that's N-O-O-K-I-E clothing.co.uk. Use your discount code. Get yourself a t-shirt. They have the black t-shirt and they have the white t-shirt and they are bringing out new items very soon. So I'm very excited for them. And yeah, go support my friend and get your 10% off. My voice went so high there. But anyways, back to the podcast. So the next thing I learned by 25 was stop past stop passing out what the fuck is that shit so basically like explain 
I used to pass out drinking all the time. I used to pass out all the time, especially at house parties. I used to just, if I ended up in a bedroom in a house, I would just fall asleep, like, in the bed. Like, I just, it was just bad. And I used to hate it because I would wake up the next day like, fuck, I missed the whole party. And to be honest, you kind of have to go look at it at the point of, like, you know what, fuck it. You can't control what happens when you're drinking. You don't really know exactly how you're going to react. Sometimes you are going to pass out and that's okay. But I just, it happened way too much to me. And I think something that I really... I mean, the last time I passed out drinking at a party was literally this time last year. And then after that happened, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to drink for a month. Didn't drink for a month. Reset my alcohol limits. (laughs) And I think a year later, I'm honestly so much better. I haven't... I mean, I know with COVID, there's no parties, whatever. You can't really go out. But I do think that I really have kind of mastered now the ability so would to you say like you, you know your limits now when it comes to uh, not even that i know my limits but it's just more like a fact of i don't i mean yeah maybe it is i know my limits and like i don't i don't want to get like that yeah. so i'm just not gonna yeah. let myself i mean there's just been the times i mean <laughs> some actually no i'm not even gonna talk about that story one well, no, i will actually i will on my 20 okay so basically my so my, my birthday parties always go wrong and like my 23rd birthday and my 24th birthday i passed out on both of those birthdays and i was just so pissed off on my 24th birthday i ended up in hospital because my friend called the ambulance in reality i was just asleep she thought there was something actually wrong so she called the ambulance, they came. I passed out. Okay, this is, this is so much, but this is, you can't make this shit up, so I might as well just tell the story. That's true. That's true. I passed out in a kebab shop, like the one that me and her used to go to all the time. Like we literally knew them all, like everyone that worked there. I passed out there. She called the ambulance, they came. They wanted to like take my blood. I actually woke up right at the time they were about to take my blood. And I was like, you will not take my blood. I was like, no, no, because I had never had a blood test at that point. I have had one since, thankfully, because that's not good to not have ever had one. But I was like, I had, that was like my number one fear back then was blood tests. So I like made them not take my blood. And I literally just kept saying, no, 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 don't take my blood. And they they finally said, okay, we won't take it. But they made me get in the ambulance. And on my 24th birthday, I went in the ambulance to fucking hospital i can't believe this happens like what mm. i had to go to any i mean i guess it happens to people whatever they drink they go to any but um yeah there was nothing actually wrong with me i had to go to any i had a falafel wrap from the kebab shop and then we they brought it us the falafel. like <laughs> like it's just what the fuck man so yeah that i think i've just had so many experiences like that where i'm like you know what nah i need to get a grip and not drink as much or not get to that point obviously it's gonna happen i don't want to hate on myself when it does mm. but it's just like just stop just stop girl it's, stop please stop it's funny you say that because like i i have a similar experience but with me it's always about getting sick see i'm the total opposite yeah. i never get sick i wish like no i don't wish i got sick but I, i've only gotten sick one time from drinking like literally That's one crazy. time and that was because i was drinking like little vodka like oh. and, and i drank so much of it i remember that's the reason <laughs> why yeah. i got sick outside the fucking what was it called no it wasn't law society it was somewhere else i don't know what it was called mm. somewhere in dublin i remember i was so sad afterwards too because i really wanted to go out that night and then i ended up getting so sick like, i couldn't go mm. <laughs> um <clears throat> i've had my fair share of sick experiences anyway getting sick into the christmas tree yes when carry on talk yes, about it yeah uh, I was at an 18th when I was when I was 19, and I got absolutely wasted on, uh, I think vodka cider, 
and and energy drinks or coke or something like that and uh, the teen the life coke, the drink just to be clear and uh, we <laughs> I, I, I definitely blacked out because I, I have pictures on my phone from the party that I don't remember ever taking and that's like the only time I think I've ever blacked out and uh, came, came home uh, sat sat down for a bit and then very quickly after I just started to get sick absolutely everywhere mm-hmm. to make matters worse then I was left with the task of cleaning it up after mama found out about it and uh, she was like you better clean this up before dad gets up in the morning and then I proceeded to pass out and then he came down the stairs oh, and he was like Michael clean that fucking shit up in the toilet oh, wait 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 so you were passed out and he had gotten up to go to work Yeah, and, and you were just passed out on the couch yeah. when he got up yeah oh. so, and he, as he walked into the bathroom to unset our old alarm system oh yeah and there was sick in the sink there was sick in the toilet there was sick on the floor oh my god Michael. it was so no I literally haven't like mm. I guess I forgot that story and I didn't know in detail what happened mm. oh Jesus so much has changed now yeah. like dad's fucking retired that alarm is not in the back my second worst sick experience was uh, not last Christmas but the Christmas before that where uh, we did the 12 pubs in, in the city centre and I made it to like pub number 8 or something got a taxi home somehow didn't manage to get sick in the taxi but as soon as I got in the door uh, our, our cousin Eve was there and like I, she, she was just on her way out and I was like oh hi yeah and then I went into the bathroom and was staying there for like half an hour just like getting violently ill wait when was that when you weren't you wouldn't have been there because you wouldn't have been, been home yet I'd say but it was when I was doing the 12 pubs like, what year was this 2018 and Eve was here and she came over just to visit uh, yeah. and she was just leaving really. she was just leaving as I was like coming in and, oh and like, shit nah. yeah fucking nah. anywho we gotta know our limits when it comes to drinking. I think it's... passing out or getting sick. You just gotta. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta say, you know what? You gotta do a little check in. No, it just sucks though when you're trying to have fun and you be yeah. drinking and you're just you're just loving and it. There's a or peer you're, pressure you're, you're wanting to it yeah, well. you're wanting to just have fun and then suddenly you feel so sick or you feel like you just can't stay awake or you feel like you're gonna pass out or you feel like you're just not present and you're like, this is not what I fucking signed up for. Like, mm-hmm. nah, fuck mm-hmm. this shit. So it's just about it's trial and error. <laughs> and sometimes shit's gonna happen and in a way you just have to accept it but just learn maybe take a month off don't drink don't you know engage in things just yeah. just take a break stay home and then you know maybe you'll be able to um yeah find the right balance for you do you want to say something else that you learned michael in your 25 years of I'll, living i'll go for another one yeah this is weird because yeah. it feels like we're twins when in reality there's like a year and a half between us but we're yeah i guess we are close in age people mm-hmm. do we're irish twins as people I, say yeah, isn't that what emer says is a phrase i only Does recently not say that? i think so yeah, yeah it's yeah. emer that says it yeah, yeah. shout out to emer shout out to emer <laughs> um let me see yeah don't be afraid to do something that your brain tells you to be afraid of doing Right. So this kind of circles back to like the, the the speaking up thing and all that, but like also in a sense like like I don't know, but social anxiety can be a big thing with like people growing up in that, and I know it was certainly something for me. Um, and really like when it, it comes, was for me too, yeah. And I only realized that honestly mm. this year, I'd say like or no maybe last year, but like I mm. really didn't realize I was actually just dealing with social anxiety. Yeah, like for me, um, 
I'd be often in situations and my, my brain would, would try and get me to say something. And then I, but then instantly I'd shut myself down internally and be like, mm. no, don't say that. That's not worth saying. That's not worth saying. Yeah. So like, and sometimes I think that is just myself, like having a filter, but other times it's like, it's too severe. The filter is too severe. And it's like, you can't get out what your true expressions and emotions. And you're just trying to, you're kind of going along. Yeah. Cause you, I could be talking to someone who's very like strong willed and, uh, very opinionated and I might have different opinions and then sometimes would be like do you know what it's easier if I just like go along with what they're saying and not express mm. my true opinion yeah. so it's like you know you gotta you gotta be not afraid to you know get, put you put your true self out there mm-hmm. you know yeah I agree that that's something that I definitely have struggled with too are we related <laughs> maybe <laughs> because... <laughs> no that's something that I definitely dealt with my whole life like I, yeah, I would have my own ideas about something, but then I'd be like, nah, put it to the side. Like, it's kind of what I was saying at the start of this episode, the start of this podcast, mm-hmm. the start of this podcast episode. Like, you know, you're just ignoring your own feelings about something and you're being like, oh, I'll just let it slide. I'll go along with what they're doing or what, you know, you just think I'll go along with it and I won't say what I'm thinking or what I'm yeah. feeling because I'm kind of afraid to do that. But then I guess it's like once you step into your truth, as cringy as that sounds, like once you step into your truth, once you really realize, fuck no, I know how I feel. I know what I think and I know what's right for me. I don't like you can't you can't really look back from that. And you just, like you know, in that when you've accepted yourself as a whole and what you need and want, mm. I don't think you can really go back from there. So I think a yeah. lot of it is you're not sure of yourself enough. And sometimes and it, it feels so much better when you get your yeah. Your and that's something there, yeah. yeah. In 2020, I was like, if I feel the type of way, I'm just gonna say it. As hard as it is, it's gonna be really hard to mm. tell someone like that you're not okay with something or to just like speak up. It's kind of what we were saying earlier, but you feel so much better for yourself, and it helps you create such a better relationship with yourself, yeah. and it helps you to stop tolerating shit Mm. and like I actually can't believe how let's even just say like last year like even this time last year like I was accepting so much (laughs) more shit in my life than like what I am now like it's just crazy because I didn't deserve the kind of stuff that I was going through but at the same time I didn't know that I deserved any better and I used to always hear that phrase like oh you deserve more blah blah Mm. blah like but I used to be like, what? I don't, what? Like, what? You? Like, I didn't, I didn't get it. Whereas now I think back and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I really didn't know what I deserved back then. Like, compared to how I am now. I've just completely, yeah, <laughs> I've completely left. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a growth and a transformation. And it does just come with, you just need time to yourself to think and grow and to realize what you fucking deserve. And you don't deserve low level type of shit. Low le- okay, I don't, this might not be the real same thing you were talking about, but... No, continue. I, I, I think you're going to... I think sometimes it's easy to just, like, settle. I guess that's... Yeah. In a way, what you were saying, like, yeah. settle, just go along with the... F- go with the flow, exactly, put exactly. your own feelings and thoughts like, to the you side. Can take a, you can take a passive view on things. Yeah, passive. Or, or, you can, or you can go, like, in the more assertive role. Yeah. You don't have to be assertive all the time. And yeah, you kind of have to choose your battles, because that can you honestly drain your energy. Like, yeah. you can't literally <laughs> stand up for every single fucking thing, and sometimes you have to just realise... When it doesn't feel right, but it just—it's literally what I said earlier. Like it's trial and error. Sometimes maybe you are gonna stand up for something, and maybe afterwards you'll be like, "Oh fuck, maybe I should have just 
maybe I should have just chilled out and just not said anything. But to be honest, I do think the best thing to do is to just be like, you know what? I don't regret what I said. Like you just, the best thing I guess you could do in life is to just never really get embarrassed about something that you did, even if it was bad. I mean, if you made a mistake, own up to it, mm-hmm. apologize. Definitely. But if you, like no one can, no one else can make you feel bad about something yeah. unless you feel bad about it. Like no yeah. one can make you feel ashamed or embarrassed yeah. unless you feel ashamed and embarrassed. Like if you can basically own up and be like, yeah, I said that, I did that. Like then no one else can really make mm-hmm. you feel bad about it. You know? And you got to put yourself first at the end of the day, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's you not against the world necessarily, but like it's uh you, you got to put your own interests uh, yeah. at, at heart. You know? got to be looking out for number one. Yeah. That's really you kind of yeah you are, you have to be in, you have to be in a relationship. And I know that kind of makes it a selfish sounding thing, but I think people understand what I'm trying to say. It's like, you have to be in a relationship with yourself. Yeah, exactly. You got to be in <laughs> tune with what's going on. And actually, you. that will lead into the next thing that I learned in 25 years was to oh, it's basically that I enjoy being alone like I would easily spend weeks at a time alone mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think again the pandemic showed me that a lot but I already knew this bit myself like as much as I love being around people especially people that I really get along with and people that you know I feel like our energies really go well together um I always knew that it was so easy for me to be myself especially when I'm you know not exactly when maybe maybe it's harder when I'm outside like out in public but when I'm literally just at home I could spend a week probably by myself at home and be fine like I can be by myself a lot and that's important for me to understand because I guess it's just important to yeah understand if you're extroverted (laughs) extroverted (laughs) sorry extroverted or introverted because um I think like especially growing up I used to think that I needed to be around people all the time I needed to be with my friends um that that was where I got my validation but in reality I there's a li- I I think as well it's becoming a little bit more acceptable to be maybe alone and not have as many friends like I think that's oh, yeah. kind of become a trend on the internet now yeah. whereas when we were growing up I think it was the opposite like I used to try I used to feel insecure I'd be like fuck I don't have like <laughs> I don't have enough friends but the thing is is like now I I would rather have less friends than more and I think that's a natural thing as you get older mm. but just you, you start to appreciate yeah. who's, who's a real close yeah. friend as well mm. like who's really got your back and exactly and, uh, and whatnot and, and I think that leads into the next thing oh you're gonna say something well yeah just I guess that uh was, oh, the hey, mm, no you know what I'm good I, I lost my friend <laughs> I, I, I was having a bit of a a minor panic attack no. <laughs> oh, shit. Another thing we learned panic give, attacks. Give me that ashwagandha. Guys, sign up to ashwagandha. Yeah, and <laughs> let me just say, guys, I know I keep, I've said it other times before, but ashwagandha is a herb and it's very good for dealing with anxiety. I would recommend you try it if you have anxiety. It's just a herb. It's nothing serious. At least I think so. Nah, it really. No, nah, I bought it in a drink. It's a health food for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. Thing and did you feel the effects? I was probably very low dose in it, but no, but it's it it's drinks, good. It's, it's okay, but really I've stopped taking it now, and now I'm taking this rhodiola. Oh yeah, and this is meant to be more of like a mood stabilizer, and it gives you energy and stamina. And actually, I'm not even in the light right now. Like, 
I've only taken it for three days. But you know what's crazy is when you kind of don't realise... Okay, I don't know how to word this properly, but like... Okay, so say it's been three days, yeah. And the past three days, I've decided like, right, I'm going to have a better morning routine. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to work out, blah, blah, blah. And then after like 24 hours of this, I was like, wait, is this because of the rhodiola? Like, do you know when you think like, mm. wait a minute, my thoughts are not even actually my thoughts. They're literally being controlled by something else. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Well, obviously, there's can be placebo on that too. No, but, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, wait, is this because I've been taking this shit? Because it's yeah. meant to increase energy and stamina. And I just think it's weird to think about the fact that like, your thoughts are actually being controlled. Okay, this sounds very fucking like like I'm on some sort of drug, but it's it's like your thoughts are being controlled by something else, and that doesn't that's not even I, that crazy. I think another say. way you can think about it as well though is like you can have it's like climbing up a hill with your thoughts, like as in you you got you got your destination in mind, but you got your brain has to work extra hard for you like to get those things in place, like to get the motivation to work out mm-hmm. to to sort of put your day into oh, order yeah. or like it can be a downhill slope where things are nice and smoothly running together you know it, you're still you but it's just like well, a different I guess difficulty level yeah level. it's like you're still you but by a little substance that you take it can completely yeah. alter your thoughts you think your That's thoughts true. are you but really okay like for example let's say you drink your thoughts are telling you like oh let's go out let's text this person let's yeah. drink more let's okay, I mean yeah or yeah. let's like do something fucking crazy that you wouldn't normally do, yeah? So let's say you take rhodiola. It's telling you to get up early. It's telling you to work out. Mm. Now, maybe it's a coincidence, but... Maybe it's all a simulation. <laughs> Sorry, I actually hate myself right now. For going yeah. Okay. Um, so carrying on from the whole being alone thing. Um, the next thing I want to say, God, I feel like I have, I feel proper old right now. Like just even going through this whole list. Cause I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah. I've learned a lot or I've just experienced, yeah, <laughs> I've experienced and like learned a lot of stuff and it makes like just all the stuff I've written down makes me feel like old as fuck now because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've actually fucking, I've been through it. <laughs> I feel like, okay. So the next thing I have is cutting people off is the best and worst thing. Mm. and hold on let me get my little sip of water okay so I'm gonna start with the worst thing it's the worst thing because when you like cut someone off it can be very emotional because that person was in your life for a reason <laughs> sorry I'm trying I was gonna get really sad and then I just started laughing what the f- that person was in your life for a reason like you obviously really you like you really like that person at a point you know and I'm talking about this in like romantic and friendship sense like and I mean most of the times it upsets me more in a romantic sense but like even in a friendship sense too like you had great memories of this person you felt a lot for this person and then suddenly you have to cut them off and it can like it's made me feel really sad for the people that I have cut off in my life because it's not something that I ever wanted to do but it is the best thing because when you cut someone off you gain like a lot of self-respect for yourself Mm. because you've it's kind of literally what we just said like you're standing up for yourself you're setting those boundaries for yourself about what you accept and you gain so much more like respect and love for yourself when you understand you can be freer as well and like it doesn't i think it doesn't necessarily have to be like an ugly uh you know, when you, you know cut someone off like it doesn't mm. have to be an ugly scenario like a lot of the time it can be 
but it's like say say with friendships and if they're, if they're just becoming toxic or something like that you know sometimes you just gotta say look it's just it's it ain't it ain't going too too well anymore or you know maybe you have to be the the bigger person in the say in a, in a relationship and say look like i know you you're like me but like i'm not really feeling the same way and uh you gotta break those ties in in life you know or sometimes mm -hmm. you've already given someone chances Mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, sorry why do I, oh, I keep saying sorry but no sometimes it's because something has been like a particular behavior has been carrying on and on and on with a, with, a, with a person or like maybe you just have understood finally that like the situation you have with someone is toxic and you just have to end it and it's sad because sometimes when you end things with people it's like wait I, how do I wear this it's like you never wanted it to end but that person's behavior basically caused it to end mm. and then when it is over because you've ended it they're going to be the ones that might come back and be like no like you know then maybe <laughs> then they might be like i'm sorry like they, they're going to be the ones trying to get back into your life and you're just going to be like the fuck bitch like if you had just acted right from the start we would have still been in each other's lives, and now it it, it makes it sad. But at the same time, like you gotta look to the future. You yeah, know, you know, like, you gotta leave the past in the past sometimes. Because if you keep going back into those same circles of um, like digging up old relationships or old 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 friendships that haven't really worked out, then you know you're you're leaving yourself open to possibly getting hurt again in different in different ways and uh it's it's i think it's important yeah, to, that, yeah. like yes like definitely chances for people but if you if you're gonna make the decision to cut someone out like unless it's an absolute except exception or exceptional circumstances i, I really don't think um, okay so yeah especially in romantic relationships i feel like that is something that I actually feel so much and I haven't been able to put words in it enough is that when you do cut someone off, you can be really sad because you'd be like, fuck, I do want to talk to them. Like I want to message them. It could yeah. be months, it could yeah. be a year. But the thing is, is like, you don't want to feel that hurt feeling again. So mm. you don't do it. And like me personally, like if I cut someone off, that's just like, I'm like, that's it. Like there's no more, especially when I've told them like, that's it the end goodbye like I'm just not going to go back on it because most of the times I'm really proud of myself for being able to do that but that doesn't mean I'm not going to be fucking emotional as fucking like be so upset about it but it's like I'm not going to go back as much as sometimes I want to because I'm like I don't trust this person I don't know how they're going to respond if I did so I'm like that's it <laughs> cut off like I'm not going to open up that fucking stuff again because most of the time it's because it was toxic like they're tough situations to be in and it's 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 different for each and every person mm -hmm. but uh sometimes you just gotta pull the plug on on things you know and, uh, and sometimes things just i mean you can't as like another thing is that i've learned is to stop trying to control everything because that was a big thing that was impacting my mental health was me thinking i could control every single thing in my life like you can't and shit's gonna happen and what you have to do is you need to speak up, say how you feel. And then once you have, it's literally what we said at the beginning of the podcast. Mm. Once you have, there's not much more you can do. And 
if you've said to someone your feelings and like that's it depending on how they respond that could end the friendship that could you know you could keep the friendship you could keep the relationship whatever but all you can do is say your truth and then that's it that's it absolutely I agree and also this is basically painting us out as if we don't do shit wrong to people like I'm just speaking from the perspective of me cutting people off I mean I'm (laughs) not like obviously perfect either (laughs) yeah like no one's perfect no like not not perfect like but um you I suppose you gotta stick you gotta try and stick to a code of uh, what you believe in you know um for your own sake more than anything like obviously you're gonna have issues along the way and like it you're going to make mistakes and whatnot, but it's, it's all a learning process. And um, I think, like, the biggest thing is to always... I mean, for me personally, it's, like, I always look out for other people's feelings. I know I do. So that's why it's important for me to think of mine as well. To put, like... And I say that, I've said this in other podcast episodes before, but just to, like, put my feelings first before other people's because naturally I'm going to think of your feelings. So it's, like... And I think especially after going through situations where I was not putting my feelings first I'm like you know what I have to put my feelings first because at the end of the day sorry who is it what am I it's like at the end of the day ain't nobody got you like you got you so you gotta take care of yourself first yeah that's actually from Gabby Victor from Bad Girls Club Uh, shout out um so (laughs) okay I feel like we've reached so many cringy levels (laughs) in this um so that's why I'd be saying, like, yeah, consider someone else's feelings, but first think about yours and then behave accordingly. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. What's the next one that you have there? Uh, my <laughs> final one is uh, failure doesn't define you. Mm. What defines you is your ability to get back up and try again. Yes, you know? bitch. You know? That's what yeah. Like, it's tough. It's tough when things don't go your way in life, you know. Especially when it's something like serious. Like I, I, like me personally. Like I, I tried college the first time around, and I found it like really tough. And it didn't, it didn't work out for a multitude of reasons. Some being that like I wasn't focused enough, and some being that like the course just wasn't uh, the right one for me. But then I took a I took a break uh, from that time and started working. But like during that time, I was like, oh, this is this gonna be like my the extents of my like working life and like am I trapped to like one career path now? And then I over the years I started realizing you know like no like it doesn't have to be like that. I can go back to college. Like it wasn't a one time thing. Whereas like when I first left college, I was like no like I'll I'll probably never try that again. But like I started to get life experience from working in retail and whatnot and sales and um just just getting to to come to the conclusion that hey like I want to go back to college I want to give this another shot I'm more mature now so my point is don't you know you can't give up with the first hurdle you gotta you gotta go back like reassess and give yourself some time of course but like 
failure isn't everything. Like you know, you, you can you can you can carry on and you can succeed in life. You can get fired and get a much better job. For, yeah. Well, not even a better job, but you can get more pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you, then you'll think back and be like, "Fuck! If I wasn't fired, I wouldn't have gone to here. I wouldn't have ended up in this job. I wouldn't have then moved on to this. I wouldn't have met those people." So, like, yeah no matter what shit like things will get really fucking bad but they're they're actually as the fucking i hate myself even saying this but there is always a positive that comes there out is, yeah, yeah like as, there's the old expression like like uh was like god closes a door but he opens he a window, opens a window. Yeah, like i'm ha- like i was fired before mm-hmm. when i was 20 or 19 no 20 because of the stupidest reasons, honestly. Like, I'm not even going to get into the reasons. It's honestly the stupidest shit. Like, I did... I, I was working at, like, a shoe place. And I sold, like, the wrong size of a shoe. Like, I sold two different pairs yeah. of two different... No, I sold two different sizes together. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, three times in a row over the space of a few months. But to be honest, I don't even think that was me. Because we had other people that would work for us sometimes. Because it was, like, a... Debenhams concession store so sometimes the Debenhams workers would come in and they would sell for us if we were like busy so I was like yeah and the third time I honestly don't even think it was me because I was so fucking conscious of it but maybe it was whatever anyways mm. it was fucking bullshit ass job <laughs> it was a bullshit ass <laughs> job I worked so fucking hard there were so many things you had to do for them and it was minimum wage and then I got fired and I was so fucking upset. I was so, 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 so sad. But I ended up getting a different job, which obviously still wasn't the best job, but I was getting paid more. So who like, and then I went on to work somewhere that I ended up making some, like, no, sorry. What am I trying to say? And then after that job, I went on to work at TK Maxx where I ended up making even more money and making loads of the friends that I have today that will change my life forever. So Amen. in reality, it's like, I'm happy I was fired. I'm deli- like, I'm actually so happy I was fired. Like, thank you for firing me. So yeah, like it can open up new opportunities. Like, yeah. you know, cause obviously even that job, you weren't really like enjoying. Imagine I was job. like, imagine I wasn't fired. Yeah. Like, where the fuck would I be today? It's, it's crazy. I would have gone on. I would have gone on to work there for longer. Like, ew, I actually want to fucking get sick, like, thinking about that. I'm sorry. I actually do. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, no, that was just me having a little yawn. No, like, no, when I think about that, I'm like, no, like, one extra day working there would have makes me feel sick now. I'm, I'm literally so grateful. Thank you for firing me. I was gonna say like, their name, but it, it, no. <laughs> it, I mean, like it sucks at the time as well, because like you can't, you you, you have. But that's a beautiful you, thing so about life. <laughs> in the in the, you can be so living in the moment that you can't look to the future. You know when like it's funny like sometimes people find it hard to live in the moment, and then like when bad things happen, it's like you're only living in that like negative feeling. Yeah. And you can't look out like your glass. Mm-hmm. You're, you become a glass half empty person when. You know, you should be like, oh, well, hey, look, that, that bad thing has happened. But, like, there's plenty more, like, good opportunities on the way, you know. You can't see that at the time. Mm, but, yeah. like, and you, like, if you're sad and upset, like, it's like, yeah, like, literally be depressed, be sad, stay in bed, do what you need to do. Like, don't feel like you need to be like, oh, this is the, like, I'm happy that this happened. No, like, feel fucking 
feel like you want to <laughs> feel like you want to die like feel terrible let yourself feel but you won't realize the benefits until like a few months down the line and you'll be like god damn mm. i'm happy this happened inside is everything yeah because there's all like most of the time something good will come from it when especially when it comes to something like failing on something not getting a job being fired from a job like i've done job interviews didn't get them and i ended up in a job that i'm now grateful that i did have because it you know was like it turned out being really good for me put me into the right industry blah 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 blah. so Mm -hmm. like ultimately if you're meant to be somewhere you'll be there and that that was one of the other things that i wrote down for things i learned in my 25 years is that like you shouldn't have to force things they should just come easy to you and i think i've been noticing this so much more in my life is that like the things that are meant to be in my life they don't it almost feels like they came to me I didn't have to go out there and force it there for it to, like okay that doesn't probably make a lot of sense but like it came naturally like it wasn't something that was forced it's very easy yeah. and that's people that's you know yeah working situations like um you know things that you're interested in you shouldn't have to force yourself to do it like it will come to you like say even like your overall purpose in life your career that is something that I have found for me personally, like, I'm not going to get into the details because, I mean, I hopefully will in, like, a few months' time. Oh, in a few months' time. But, um, like, I've seen lately in the past few weeks, like, things, lit- opportunities that have come to me because mm. I'm, like, it's like they're almost meant for me in a way. Like, yeah. things that have, are just, I guess in the same kind of alignment of who I am and they're they're meant for me you know and it's like I'm not going to reject them because the universe has basically handed them to me on a plate like here you go and that's very like elusive speaking <laughs> but mm. um <laughs> hopefully I can talk about them at a, in, in yeah, a, in I, a bit I of time I get what you're saying like it's sometimes these things come along mm-hmm. and you, you can feel like a coincidence or because something. they're suited to you yeah, like suited to yeah you. and uh you'd kind of be a fool not to, to, to yeah to chase them further a bit like, mm-hmm. and I, I get what you're saying as well like because you don't want to be um you want to act like naturally when it comes to like having different people in your life or like career prospects or even planning things but uh, uh let's move on to the next gonna... point so guys this is going to be the last thing that i've learned in the 25 years of living um <laughs> I feel like this episode was really like annoying. I don't know. No, like just if I no, I actually don't know. To be honest, I'm probably just drunk as well. No, I just I feel like I wasn't able to speak properly. I think you did a good job. Dada wine, what you are affecting my fucking brain. Okay, so what am I gonna say is the last thing? I mean, that's quite a depressing one to end it on. Okay, I'm just going to call out a few that I have here, yeah? Okay, so... Quick fire round. They always... Okay, quick fire. <laughs> okay, they always come crawling back. So, yeah, that's basically to do with, I guess you could say boys, like men, or yeah. We're not going to say men, we're going to say boys. I don't know if you would agree, Michael, like girls are this too, but basically, like, like if, if a boy, let's just say they ghost you, or even if you just like, are like to them, you cut them off, whatever, like... They can think they're done with you, but they're not. They're going to come back. Like, literally every single boy that I've ever encountered like this, like, even in terms of, like, if they tried to ghost me or if I was just, like, actually, no, like, 
then they are going to come crawling back. Like, like it's not even something that you need to worry about because it actually will happen. Like, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> they will like, come crawling they, back. They may try, you know. Literally. But it's happened every time. Like, they, like, and it's just so funny because they can, they literally, you, you could literally be like, oh, like, that's it. Like, they ghosted me. That's it. It's done. No, like, they're going to come back. And it's up to you. You can be, like... Because most of the time, I feel like it really, you should just be like, no, <laughs> like, mm. please. Gotta be firm and say, yeah. hey, this, this, this is the law. <laughs> this is the law. Um, I also want to say another thing of the things I've learned in 25 years is, so basically we're going to end this on two more little points of things we've mm-hmm. learned. Um, no matter what, my mental health goes into a bad place every year on my birthday. <laughs> and <laughs> Michael's like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, this is just something that I really came to accept this year is that no matter what, every... Well, it's not no matter what, but it's just, like, the past few birthdays I've had, especially, like, I would say the past, like, three years, I've noticed, like, why am I feeling really sad on my birthday? And this year, especially, I had a full-on emotional breakdown on the night of my birthday, and I think I really just came to terms with the fact that, like, I have felt sad on my birthday since I was a kid. Even though it's, like, I always hype up birthdays. I love birthdays. but <laughs> And I love other people's birthdays. But for some reason, on my own birthday, it's just so easy for me to feel depressed. Like, really in a dark place. Uh, but I think this year, I really just reached a level where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. This is just something that I'm, gonna, I'm dealing with and I'm just going to accept it. And it's actually the reason why I hype up half birthdays is because at least with half birthdays I don't have that's that true, yeah, mental yeah, yeah and I only just realized that the other day I was yeah, like that's good. I was like that's why I like half birthdays so much because my own like the actual birthday itself freaks me out mm-hmm. like literally I suppose because society puts such a big emphasis on it mm-hmm. like, oh you're yeah, a year yeah I don't like that older. and then I know what my brain is like I go like oh well like, what have I got to show for like this year and it's easy to look back and say, yeah, I've done nothing. But, like, you, you forget the amount of, like, personal growing and development that you do as well. Mm-hmm. Like, true, throughout all your experiences, like, good and bad. Yeah. Um, like, I'm definitely just, guilty of it like, myself as well, like, yeah. you know. I just don't like the pressure in the day. Like, and I feel like I used to feel that way about other days, too. Even, mm. like, Christmas Day. I've kind of just gotten over that now as well. But it's, like, the birthday one I like the food on Christmas me. Day, though. Yeah, it's, like, I've kind of... I've really gotten so much better with just chilling the fuck out and stop putting so much pressure and expectation into something but for some reason my birthday is still just like it fuck, it'd be fucking me up so I just have to accept like the sad girl energy on my birthday and then let's just end the podcast this podcast episode on a positive note guys so the last thing I want to say is you think you can't achieve shit or make a change but you can it happens so slowly but when you look back in a year you'll be like holy fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that I mean that's pretty obvious what I mean by that but like it's just like you think like one little thing you do one day won't make a difference but what if you did that little (laughs) what sorry what if you did that little thing every day for that year it'll make such a difference this can even be something as small as just like I don't even know like if you take working out for example working out yeah do like fucking 15 minute workout every second day or something like that I like to think about this especially in the fact of like when I first went vegan people 
we're like, well, one person isn't going to make a change. Like, you're not really going to make a difference. But it's like, I know that I actually have made a difference because mm. so many people in my life have either gone vegetarian or vegan or else have decided to, like, make more vegan choices and live more vegan and they yeah and they literally (laughs) and they understand it like they understand it so much more now and like when i think about where i was when i first went vegan in 2015 like loads of people were like mad at me for doing it my family like literally Mm. and now it's five years later and they literally like my mom be cooking mostly vegan like she they would never give me hate now and I know it's five years is a long time but like at the same time it just shows you can make a difference no matter what you want to do like if you think oh I'm not gonna be able to do it it's about the baby steps it's about Mm -hmm. taking that small step what like one day at a time don't try and solve something overnight don't try and solve something even in a year it's literally and sometimes it can get frustrating because you're like, fuck, this is taking so long. But it's like literally just it's a, it's a patience yeah. and like, yeah, baby steps. Even this podcast, like I was like, when I first wanted to do it at the end of last year, I was like, fuck, I can't do it. Like, how the fuck am I going to commit to doing something that long? Yeah. And like, it's scary to think about making a whole episode that people can listen to, like hear me talk, my thoughts, blah, blah. I was scared to do it. But like, I'm so impressed that you actually like got 20 episodes, like... Thank you. you know? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a it's I don't some, know. It's <laughs> achievement, like, honestly, like because yeah. I I know like I wouldn't have been able to like keep going like with the production and find, finding new people to, mm-hmm. to interview and everything. Yeah. So no, and I feel really grateful for everyone that has come on to it and everything. Mm. Like because it's literally everyone else that I've had on that has helped make has helped make this podcast what it yeah, is today yeah. and like literally in all seriousness. So. <sighs> yeah. yeah like I think we are gonna have an, one more episode guys for this year it'll probably be coming out in December and then after that that's gonna be the end if you can't make this shit up for a certain amount of time I mean who knows how long it may return in the future there is just other things I want to start doing and focusing on but I definitely don't think it'll be the end I just think I need some time to come up with some new content and everything but like this podcast has been such a fun outlet for me and I'm really happy if it's brought anyone else some uh, inspiration, joy, and um, some things to fucking laugh at, no, and it's, been, we've had it's of basically, laughs, I think it's yeah. It was literally the idea for this podcast was born at this time last year, and it was just about highlighting the messiness of my life, I guess, really, but also like the things that I've learned as well. So. Mm. Yeah, anyway, guys, that was episode 21, the things we've learned by the age of 25, me and Michael, and I hope you guys got something from it. I feel like my thoughts were all over the place. I am a little bit... We had, we had a couple of drinks. We're though. kind of... Well, yeah. I don't even think I'm drunk. I'm just really scattered. Like, I can't think of... Yeah, it's been, it's been a long day. Yeah, like, but no, nah, hopefully that was helpful. Well, no, not even helpful, but just fun to listen to. Um yeah and thanks for listening and um don't forget to go check out nucky clothing and go check out the podcast instagram um subscribe to the podcast share the podcast share this episode with anyone that's i don't know enter their 20 if you trust our advice anyone's got (laughs) apple music apple podcasts yeah subscribe to the podcast on all platforms thank you um and yeah i'll see you in the next episode have a good rest of your November. And, and that was You Can't Make This Shit Up, episode 21, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.